Welcome to Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Design. And today on the show, I have a husband and wife couple, Brooke and Michael. They are from the Makers Workshop LLC, and they're pretty dope. Um, I met them at Makers Camp very briefly, and you're going to hear all about that very soon. They were just really cool, and I knew I wanted to sit down and chat longer with them. So this was a great opportunity to get to know some local Massachusetts makers. A huge thank you to the sponsor of the show, Sabretooth Power Carving. Y'all know I love them, and if you're looking to get into power carving, you can use my code NIGHTCARVER10 in all caps to save 10% on your order. All right. Without any further delay, let's get on with the show. I was excited because I, I know we were talking about you making like laser ready pieces of wood. Yeah. And, and I, was, I was stalking you. I was like, this is something they've been doing for a while. Like it's not new, which yeah, I didn't know. It's not new. We're, we're starting to push it a little bit more, more recently because we've started to have enough stock that we're kind of comfortable pushing it. But it's also mm-hmm. just a long process. Like, I don't know. How many people have ever tried prepping lumber from like wet log to usable? Probably piece, not a lot. It, it's just a long process. <laughs> yeah. No, for but that like, one reason, like having to store it and keep watching it. Yeah. No. And and um, we have like, I don't know, like we have like such a system down for like drying the wood at this point that we were talking through it with someone the other day. Cause like to us, it's just second nature at this point. We're like, oh yeah, we do this, this, and this. But mm-hmm. as we started describing it, I was like, no, we need to give ourselves a bit more credit because we took the time to like really figure out how to make it work. And, and it took like three years of just slow trial and error to get a system down. Yep. So yeah, laser ready sheets, people. <laughs> no, it's cool. That's believe me. I'll hit you up when I'm ready to play with some fancy woods. Oh yeah, no, definitely do. And it's all local. It's all stuff that's from the Boston area, which I think is cool because it's local. Like why pay to have, not pay. It's just like, why truck in material, raw material when you can use the local stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like in the Boston area, like you, you're from here. I keep talking about how we're both from Massachusetts. <laughs> well, I'm from Springfield. I'm on the West. Yeah. You're like, you're like West in no side. man's land. <laughs> what's out there no one knows but get past Worcester and they don't know who you are geez (laughs) (laughs) just kidding but like there's a lot of trees here and like in Massachusetts they get chipped like they just get Mm -hmm. wasted nine times out of ten and they come down all the time not just because people are like deforesting they come down just because they're gonna like hit someone's house yeah so it's a shame when that just goes to waste no I love it yeah so what uh, what kind of laser did you get? I got a boss laser. It's 70 watts. Um and it's a 14 by 20 bed. So it's a rather small bed, but like this is the I had to fit it through my basement through three doors. And I've yeah, been threatened that if, yeah. <laughs> I've been threatened if we sell this house, we sell the laser with it because it was so hard to get into this house. So yeah. No, it's a that's a real consideration. It is, yeah. Did I didn't want think- to put it in my shop. Okay. Did, my shop's did you, so small. 
Did you think about that before you bought it or did you buy it and then have the moment of, oh, there's doors? No, I thought about it when I bought it and I actually bought a smaller model. But then when I was ordering it, she goes, oh, do you want to upgrade for just like, it was like some cheap ass price. And I was like, sure. Not even thinking like, oh, this upgrade just added inches to the dimensions that I had just pre-planned. So it was, everything was tighter than I had measured. And I was like, oh God. But it's there. It's there. We scratched yeah. it. We broke the hinge, <laughs> but it's there. You the mean, you mean the delivery company did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Did we? When we got our big laser, our huge like Laguna one, mm-hmm. when it got delivered, it was on a pallet that was like, what do you call it? Like that just cruddy, like mosaic-y looking wood. The corner of the laser broke through the middle of it. I don't know if I can even fully describe wow. this. It was a little bit of a nightmare because we were looking at it being like, how do we lift this out now? It got like stuck inside the pallet, like on a tilt. Well, and then we don't even, and we don't have a, uh, we don't have a forklift or anything. No. <laughs> so, you know, it shows up. It, it was bigger than I was anticipating. It like I didn't actually is, like, you know, read it. It was the size and of so they computer. sent, they actually sent a second truck so that they could like try to get it on the two lift gates. Oh wow! <laughs> Even the what sh- a yeah. sight to see! <laughs> did they? They needed to like close our street. Actually, yeah, they did. I forgot about that. They had to close our street. Like it was one. It was one shipping truck, and then he like called a buddy because he was like, "I can't get it out, dude. Like this is too big." <laughs> oh god! Oh, I was scared enough seeing my box come out. I was just like, "Oh god." Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> like our plan was to like have like bring it down right away. No, it was like just shove it in a garage and then we'll call people on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to you don't want to do it quickly or rationally no. because if you break the laser tube, mm-hmm. womp womp. Exactly. No yeah, I have on. a one car garage. Like that's all I'm working with. So it was like, what footprint do I want to take up? And I want to power carve in there when I want to power carve and. That wouldn't be so great for the laser. So no. Yeah. No. I'm no, not a clean a... power carver. I mean, is anyone a clean power carver? No. Here? No, but I like <laughs> I'll just carve and just let the dust fly everywhere in the shop um, and then I blow it out. Ours is right next to the big CNC machine. So is it? Well, so oh, mine yeah. is actually I do. I carve right next to my CNC. But I figure that makes a big mess. So not a big deal. No, I mean our laser, our laser is so Oh, your laser like is two years at this point, still working fine. We so. just kind of close our eyes and just pretend <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> there's no other option. Yep. Do I you have a vacuum a... on the la- on our CNC? It has a vacuum, but it's only like okay. Like I never you know use how those it. things go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I we... have the kit and I'm like, I'll do it one day. Yeah. The problem is like when we're doing slabs or we're flattening laser ready sheets on the big CNC bed, it's just kind of understood that it's gonna be a messy day and we just kind of lean into it and don't worry about it. Yeah. I, I get it. Good advice, but that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> How big is your space that you have? Like you have a whole maker studio, right? Yeah, we have a maker space and then we have our industrial machine shop. They're kind of two different spaces. Fancy. We kind of just pretend like it's all one big space online because it's easier. That but makes the sense. Industrial machines are in our detached garage because we okay. needed garage doors and we don't yep. have those at the maker space. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then our maker space is like that brick building that we use because it looks pretty <laughs> to like, be like this is our shop. Um, it does. 
And how many square feet is the makerspace? Because we have that plus a two-car garage. Makerspace is, it's not the biggest space. It's like 1,300 square feet. Oh, that's awesome, though. Um, And then the you know, garage is a two-car garage, so it's 25 by 25. Nice. So just big enough for the, you know, couple of... It makes sense why you can things. only fit, like, those, <laughs> those certain machines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. We all want a bigger CNC or a bigger laser. And then you're like, that comes with a lot of space. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, for the right machine, I will add more square footage. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was like what happened with our big one. They were like, oh, can yeah. you, they were like, can you fit this? And my, Michael was like, yes. And then he hung up and he was like, we got to figure out how to fit this. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just spit my water out. <laughs> yep. So then the next weekend we went and winterized the garage. So we went to winterize our garage and we were like, all right, I guess we don't have a place to store the cars anymore, but That's we have funny. a CNC machine. <laughs> well, yep. yeah, no, who parks in their garages anymore anyways? Yeah. And then the uh, last little side thought on it was, oh, wait, it's three phase power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we needed to figure that out. So we now have three phase power in the garage too. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Like you guys are set up. Yeah. Now, yeah. We, can, now we can kind of take whatever. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. that's like freedom. Also, it's you know now it's open and you can like, oh, what else can we get? But yeah. <laughs> it's it's so bad, isn't it? Like, cause you always think, oh, I'll get this one thing and then I'll be good, and yeah. it just never is. There's always something else cool. Like we've been doing diode lasers like nonstop this whole calendar year. What's because, the excitement for the diode with now you know you have your CO2? Like what's exciting for the diode for you? Um, the engraving. Well, the they have a, um it definitely does a better quality for the engraving. Oh, okay. Um, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. Um, They're cheaper. Like we get asked about them all the time where people will say, like, oh, I love watching you do your CO2 laser, but like I don't really want to buy an industrial laser cutter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. yeah of all the reasons we already talked about mm -hmm. so they'll ask like our opinions on diodes and now we're like using them so that i can actually say an opinion yeah yeah and they're not they're honestly not bad no I they're not bad at all. Yeah. i thought i'd hate it i thought i'd be like this is so slow <laughs> yeah no i'm truly curious because i've been offered one and i'm like I, well I, again i don't have space so i said no to the offer but then i was like what would be the reason like a good reason for me to have that you know like why would i want that on top of yeah. whatever i have yeah well the engraving the engraving is definitely a plus um it actually engraves i think faster than the co2 laser does with greater detail if you're doing like a yeah. photo or something it like cuts that a lot slower though so if you're doing primarily cutting yeah if, if your option is not having a laser cutter it's great but if you have a co2 like for cutting yeah you're like just throw it on there two is a lot faster yeah and uh, definitely the bigger the wattage the better you know, just like with oh, the yeah. CO2 lasers. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of curious. There's a new one. The company just released a 40 watt diode, which is like a first ever. Because oh, yeah. uh, previously, like 15 watts was like the biggest because our diodes are five watts. So they have to yeah, combine they're super. them. Yep. So they have to like combine them with these mirror assemblies. So the fact that they're looking up to 40 watts is kind of impressive. Yeah, I can't even is. imagine what that looks like inside to get it all focused to the same spot. <laughs> Are you a tinker? Like, do you like to take things apart and investigate? Is that uh, a little bit? Uh, we have yeah. a member that loves doing that, though. 
at the makerspace. Yeah. That's a big perk of the makerspace is that if we're not comfortable doing something, we probably have someone that's around regularly that is willing to. And one of our good friends, if there's a new machine, like he'll just do it for us half the time. And, and like, we used to feel bad. Like we were like, you don't <laughs> have, like you, we can do this. It's fine. And he's like, no, I, I like this. This is cool. <laughs> he's probably one of those people that they enjoy putting things together. So they know how it works and they get more familiar with the tool. Yeah. No. And his hobby is like building machines. Like we like making things with the machines. He likes making the machine. So after he builds a machine, he'll do a couple projects on it. Then he's ready for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the great member to have oh yes oh, yep. yes and he's always um upgrading things like he'll send me like lists he'll be like can we get like this this and this or just like random parts so he can like upgrade lasers and things so oh yeah and send That's them over fun. to my house <laughs> I know, right? literally like we used to feel bad like when he first joined the makerspace we were like does he just like do, do we need to talk to him and like tell him he doesn't have to and it's fine no it's all good Yep. Does he like to like rearrange things and remodel garages? Like he does do oh, that actually, sometimes. We he, he doesn't do the remodeling. Like, send him on he over. Does organize. <laughs> we, we we know this girl in Springfield. <laughs> she wants herself organized, but she hates organizing. <laughs> yeah. I've been organizing the uh, hardware locker for the last like three weeks, and it's like I'm like not even near done yet. <laughs> it's hardware. so bad. It's like it's it's not hard to do. It's actually it's kind of fun and soothing as you're getting it done. But I'd much rather be making something or designing, you know. So it's like instead it's of a, counting screws. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So this is like making time to do it is like the hard part for me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. And we like, it's funny because people always be like, oh, like, what's the hardest part of having a makerspace? Or like, what's it actually, actually like day to day? And I'm like, cleaning. Like, it's a lot of just cleaning and like oh, organizing things. things. Yeah. Repairing machines that yeah. get broken by someone else. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I always love when like a sore subject comes up and stuff and like, the significant other is like, don't get on that one. <laughs> it's fine. Don't go down that fine. road. Yeah. Who breaks machines more often? Brooke or Michael? Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> the nice part about my stuff, everything's my fault if it's broken. So like <laughs> I can only be angry at me. It's that's that's true. It's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if my husband was touching stuff, I'm like, get away. <laughs> yeah, does he do any like making it of any kind or not at all? No, he, he'll like hang stuff and like do regular house stuff, but he doesn't want to build. He tried it when we, when I first started, like, like after we got married and after we had a kid, I started again. Cause I've, I've been doing this my whole life, just in just different weird versions. Yeah. But like when I was starting again, he went out there and he built like a Jenga set and we didn't have any of the proper tools to make it easy with the sanding and stuff. So just, you know, sit there with an orbital sander all those things after it's that kinda, he, it's kind of yeah. perpendicular yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> wavy yeah and then he was um building like little stools and things and he just got so sick of it he was just like this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> no. well, does he do all the computers though yeah he, yeah he sells insurance during the day like he works in insurance so now so now that you have the laser maybe he'll get into that side of it i you know it's so funny it's like i told him like once i learned this i would love you to be able to help me with that because like 
I honestly don't want to run a laser. Like I have zero interest in playing with a laser. It's just what? like, it's a means to an end for me. <laughs> I want the have, stuff off of it. I just don't want to touch it. <laughs> we have a ton of members who do like insurance type jobs during the day or accountants and all during the day, they'll have like an extra, you know, browser window open doing their little designs mm-hmm. so that then on the weekend, they can just kind of cut them. That's funny. But it's That's like, so it, it kind of opens up for like the office version of making. You know, because yeah. you can be like thinking and like fiddling. No, totally. You, you know, cut it on the weekend. I honestly think now that I have like a planer and like the right kinds of sanders, like he would actually might actually enjoy doing that stuff. But you don't really want to show him. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got right where I was going. <laughs> but I yeah. really don't want to introduce him to the new tools because then he'll be in that space. <laughs> <laughs> I've carved that space out for myself. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really funny. When we first started doing content and like, we, we've always made stuff, the both of us together. And that's always been fun. But when we first started doing content together, mm-hmm. we used to need to like lock the door to the shop. So the other person wouldn't come in because otherwise we fell apart. Like we just yeah. couldn't, we get it's so hard. Aw- it wasn't even like we'd get mad at each other. We would just get so awkward yeah. or something so we needed to like lock the. it was beyond just give me my space it was like lock the door take a hike come back in three hours and then I'll let you know how it went <laughs> yeah my husband works from home now on Thursdays and Fridays so I try not to have any voice recording to have to do those days or like that because it ends up with us just fighting like I usually get a sorry for Thank existing you. by the end of the day because I'm like, I was just trying to record. He's like, I'm like, why did you have to go upstairs at that moment? And then it becomes like a fight because you had to go make something to eat or something. Yeah, yeah right. It's like you needed coffee then. Yeah. I was being so charming. Yeah, you ruined you didn't know how good it was going. <laughs> it's so true. Or like, I don't know. The second the camera's on, it's it's it just changes the dynamic too, where we'll be being funny and natural. And then the second there's a camera, Michael and I are both just deer in headlights, like <laughs> I don't do that so much anymore. No, we have we we've grown a lot. Yeah. We've grown a lot. It's tough. You do have mm. to grow. Like a lot of people, I I know I hear from them saying like, "How are you doing that?" Talking to the camera or podcasting and stuff. I'm like, literally, just start doing stories, and it yes. eases you into it. Like stories are like your gateway drug. Just start getting used to putting your face on those. No, it's so true. And stories, you can gain humor and stuff a lot easier so like I'll be way funnier not funnier but like I'll I'll just see kind of what the temperature of things are on a story and if it goes well and if people get the joke and it lands mm-hmm. then I'll put it in permanent content yeah it's like a testing ground I see what you're saying yeah yeah and so like if you post something and you look back and you're cringing at yourself and being like wow I'm embarrassed that I exist you can just delete it and it's mm-hmm. fine and like not that many people saw it anyway exactly no but it's so true it is a it's a great way to kind of like test things out I will definitely afterwards like regret that I didn't save that story or why did I put tags on it before I saved it because I'm like that was good stuff yeah you're like wow I'm a star (laughs) 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 so true um I wanted to relive our meeting at uh makers camp because (laughs) I thought it was hilarious well, yeah, I need How to hear I approached your, you. I need to hear your version of this. I thought I said hi to you. 
Oh, well, I think we just made eye contact. Like, I was giving you a stare know. down earlier, and then I saw you across the fire. I, like, you know? very much knew, know who you were, like, leading in. I was like, wow, she seems cool. I should meet her and say hi. So anyway, Same. what's your what's Ditto. your what's your version of a story, Tiff? I just like that I approached you, and the first thing that I said to you was like, "Hey, what's up? You look really flexible." Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, and then your reaction was, "I was like, I went too far." No, 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 no. You didn't go too. You didn't go too far. You didn't go too far. I just no, because I remember. I didn't actually remember that. I didn't remember it till you oh. said it. And then I was like, "Wait a minute. No, I know where you're going with this." Mm-hmm. You, I think you said something where you're like, "I like your content. You always seem really flexible." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yep. No, that sounds about right. <laughs> that was funny. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was funny. You're fine. You got to come in with the zingers, you know, you got to let them right, right away. Like, this is who I am. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Plus in like group settings like that, if anyone listening has ever been to like big maker events, it's always, it's just like, you got to think of something to say, to be like, hi. Instead of just going, Hey, just, yeah. where does the conversation go from there? Nowhere. No, exactly. <laughs> And it's always that funny thing of like, I watch your content. Do you watch my content? If you mm-hmm. don't, it's fine though. No, exactly. Yep. But uh, you said you wanted to know how I thought the conversation went. Oh gosh. You told me I was very articulate and you I were. thought I was like drooling from tiredness, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, you I wasn't would, putting words together. You would have been like power carving all day. I remember being like, wow, she was so articulate. I hope I didn't seem like not able to keep up because I feel like you were really articulate. I just talk <laughs> fast and people think that I, you know, spitting out gold. Confidence and a smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let them Pretty actually much. listen to what you're saying. Just charm them with your face. Yeah. And then do splits on the laser cutter. <laughs> and distract them with splits. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. I was laughing because I, I was scrolling your page and I was like, I was valid with my flexible comment. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I danced growing up for like 12 years. That makes sense. I have to put it to some use. It's like, you know, you, need a, you know, an art degree and you're not making art. You gotta, gotta do art where you can, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Michael went to art school. Did you? Anyway, that was random, but yeah, you did. People don't know that about him. Fun fact, you're on board, Michael. Tell us about art school. Oh, shoot. Sorry. If I just. What do you want to know about art school? Where'd you go? Um, I went to Roger Williams. So oh, it's like cool. an art program within a bigger school. That's fun. Yeah, I went to Westfield State and I was an art major there. So. Oh, cool. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at you guys. Art major in graphic design. Cool. Yeah. Um, the program I went to was kind of cool because there was only eight people in the graduating class. Wow. Um, cool. it was, but it was like fully funded as like an elective program for the architecture school. So they had like tons of cool things, but, um, you know, like just very underutilized. That's cool. Did you get to do like all of the different arts or was it limited because it was such a small class? So we had, we had concentrations. My concentration was in large scale, like public sculpture out of Ooh. like metal, like big, like park type things. That's awesome. And then my secondary concentration was photography. Very cool. I mean, handy things to major and make the art, photograph the art. Yep. And then other than that, we did everything from like painting to printmaking to, you know, all sorts of different things. It's literally the best being an art major for all of you who really wanted it. I'm sorry if you didn't do it. You should have. It was really cool. <laughs> I got to do pottery, painting, 
sculpture all in one day <laughs> like oh and maybe a little printmaking yeah yeah like, well, what am i doing today oh homework was making a painting that was great they didn't care if you skipped math you're just gonna be an artist anyway oh my so god i took matter. the dumbest math classes just whatever i had to one of them was called symbolic logic i regretted that one wait 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 wait, wait. symbolic what does that even mean oh it was like some guy some old man in a robe i feel like just like Ooh. preaching about stuff it wasn't even about math i gotta know what i was just like what's going on those those kind of moments yeah for me they were like you took math in high school right and i was like yeah they're like you're good then oh wish <laughs> Oh man. You know how to balance a checkbook. Advantage of the eight person graduating class. <laughs> You're right. It's yeah. so different. Than um, and then they had gotten, while we were there, they got a city campus because like they're in like Bristol, Rhode Island. So it's like in the countryside of Rhode Island. Cool. And then they got a city campus in Providence, but it was like a 30 minute like trolley ride, you know, to like get from campus one to campus two. So That's nobody cool. wanted to use it. So they ended up just giving it to the art students and they gave a whole floor of studio space for um the you know eight of us for senior year for our senior projects that sounds like an awesome so that experience. was kind of fun yeah <laughs> that's neat and did you go into like pursuing a career in art afterwards or like how did you guys get to well first of all i mean meeting but like wow. how did you get the maker space <laughs> like how did your life lead to that i'm kind of curious I started by doing like craft fairs and I actually did a glass blowing after college. Um, my metal teacher thought I'd like that. So I kind of did that after school because they didn't have that at the school. Um, I did that for a number of years doing craft shows, did a lot of craft shows, um, like 50 of them a year. And then had the okay. thought of, oh, well, if I get a, a little gallery space, it's like an everyday craft show, but I don't need to like move things around. Mm -hmm. And then I learned very Much quickly preferred. that that's, not actually how it works though you know it kind of turned mm -hmm. into an administrational job but not a creative job so did that for know, five years before being like wow. you burned this out shop sucks I yeah don't you just do this burned anymore. out and then we liquidated everything and turned it into a makerspace <laughs> that's funny as you do as yeah. you do it was kind of like overnight. It really was. You know, I was kind of like, I was like looking around. I was like, I wanted to do art. And now, and then I was selling art. And now I'm selling like $2 pewter coins because that's what people want to buy. I was like, this is not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we, inside of like a week, we like had like going out of business signs up. And you were so done. <laughs> yeah, no, you wanted a CNC machine. Like you'd heard of this thing and you were like this contraption yeah and you were like I want one and I was like honestly fine like whatever because <laughs> you were so burned out of doing like just selling work and stuff mm -hmm. that like anything that was exciting and I was doing um STEM education at the time I was writing curriculum cool. for schools before makerspace was a buzzword and um so that was cooking and it was good so the idea of having cnc machines as back-end support for that program was great so it, it happened really quickly but there was some logic to it because you know i, I could do back-end for what i was doing and it could be a makerspace too and then That's we liquidated awesome. it and we didn't even know about the internet like maker community at all not even a little bit we wow. just ahead of like, the game yeah no i think we put a we made a facebook event for like there's a new maker space opening like 
come see it, I guess. And then like a ton of people came and we were like, wow. whoa, okay. Maybe this is something. We were like, maybe this yeah. is a thing. <laughs> so now we only have one rule. I don't make work to sell. Yeah, we just don't sell our work, period. Yeah, that's that's nice. <laughs> to not have yeah. to. I mean, we've worked really hard to get to the point where that can be our mm -hmm. standard, mm -hmm. to be fair, but that is how we like it. No, it is. It's nice. Making products, like, that's how I make extra money. Like, I don't have to survive off of it, thankfully, but now that's how I bring in extra cash. Um, I love making products to sell. Like, it's my really? favorite. But, like, when they don't sell, then you have to sell them because they're just sitting there. That's the part I hate. So, like, yeah. I have inventory that I have to sell. Yeah. And it's like, come on, this is awesome stuff. Like, come on, come yeah. on, come on. Pull the trigger, pull the trigger, pull the trigger. It's nicer in person, I promise you. You know, like oh, <laughs> that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't like that part of having to market myself, which is so funny because I'll market the hell out of Sabretooth. You know what I mean? But like yeah. when it comes to myself, I'm like, oh. That's like super personal, strangely. It's so, it's like, it is. It's like, this is my artwork that I just did because I thought it was cool in my mm -hmm. brain and now I need to put a price tag on it. Exactly. Cool. And then I have to throw it at your face. Like, yeah. look at this. I made this. And then you got to do it again. Cool. And you have to deliver it with like full confidence too. And like, mm -hmm. who's actually fully confident in anything Not they've me. ever made? Like, I hate every single thing I made until at least six months after. They when I look back it. at it in six months, then I'm like, that was cool, bro. Good, good job. But mm -hmm. it's just hard. Yeah. No. The other thing that we like is that we like doing projects where we don't need to worry about like the price tag that it would need to have. Yeah. If that makes sense. Or no, we can just do your, something. Whatever you want to do it. Yeah. We can just do something because it's cool. Like the gingerbread house. <laughs> yes. That was... <laughs> That was so funny because it like popped off so fast on TikTok did it? when I posted that. Yes. And I did that whole thing. I made all the content. I baked every sheet of gingerbread in four days and it became a wow. month's worth of content. But like, Michael was, you were like so sick of it by the end of it. You were like, I never want to see gingerbread <laughs> oh, again. I'm sure. The laser cutter was like sticky. Like it was just gross. It took but me eight hours to clean it at the end of it. You need to say that to the mic, my friend. <laughs> Eight, eight hours, hours of cleaning though. that's crazy yeah. but it went viral so that's awesome know. no i mean sometimes it is worth it to get what you want your goal if your goal is to build a following you know it's like sometimes you gotta do crazy things to yeah get people's one, eyes caught that one wasn't even like for the followers i just remember thinking of it and i was like this is just a good idea like i, no, just I meant wanted... like your goal in general not like yeah. not like that project was your <clears throat> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I had a skull that I made um, for just, it was just an order. It was somebody's logo yeah. and same thing. TikTok just went off, you know, and I was just like, this is amazing. Like, cause you know, I, I, that is a goal of mine. I do want to build my following. So like I was just sitting there psyched. I'm like, it's so nice yeah. when a project leads to something like that, like something that you did and you enjoyed it. Like I loved making that skull. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice. It's nice when people appreciate what you're doing for mm -hmm. what you're doing, because I don't know, like I, I really like architecture and old buildings and things like that. So, you know, obviously our content tends to have sort of a silly tone to it, but I very unironically like those things and really appreciate yeah. those things. So when I was like, I want to make a gingerbread house and try to like replicate some of the old architecture of this as best as I can anyway, like that wasn't me being funny. Like I thought that would be really cool. And I wanted to 
display it at a big downtown event. Cause I think it's so important for kids to see things like that. Mm -hmm. And then it teaches them to appreciate it and, you know, maintain it for the next generation and stuff. And what was so ironic is that it felt really good because on TikTok, people immediately saw that and were like, thank you for doing this. Like, this is so cool. This is important beyond it just being fun and silly. The town that we're in didn't care at all. Like nothing. Like they didn't <laughs> care. Like, I don't even think I got posted to the p- Facebook page of the event no that love. I had the thing at. Yeah. <laughs> Which what's fine. I shouldn't like the, the better cause, the bigger, the bigger outreach, I guess. Tick TikTok understood. TikTok got it. <laughs> I shouldn't like slander our town, but I mean, I would want to get reposted too if it was like a, an event there and you built that big thing. So I get it. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I enjoyed oh, wow. when you started using like non-items like sugar to adhere your gingerbread house. So you're like, you're not going to eat it anyways. Like, let's be real. Like, who's going to eat that? People were upset about that. Oh boy. Like I used a little bit of epoxy, like just on a corner because something snapped and I did it in four days. And like the internet was like, but how will you eat it? I'm like, who eats gingerbread? Like, what are you talking about? Well, that kind of gingerbread. Yeah. 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 The ones that build stuff is disgusting. Yeah. You can like a little bite just break your tooth. Yeah, Yeah. they're like, they're like, but it's gonna taste so bad now. It's like, was it gonna was it gonna taste good before? Like this is the Tower of Crisco and Egg Whites, you see. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. There you go. There's your next TikTok rant. You should start doing those. <laughs> and a lot of people were very upset that she was putting her shoe in the laser. Oh my gosh. Yes, because I like would stick my foot up on it and they'd be like, but you walk on the on the ground with those shoes. And I was like, yeah, and? And then, like, someone, oh, what was the, there was a funny thread. And, like, I'm not shaming anybody for leaving comments. Like, people need to speak their truth, you know? And this was this person's truth. But someone was like, yeah, but, like, you walk in the toilet with those boots on. And I was like, do I now? <laughs> someone was like, someone was like, yeah, but, you know, she's not going to eat the gingerbread house. It's more of a gingerbread decoration. And they're like, yeah, but would you dunk your Christmas decorations in the toilet? That's funny. They were going at it in the comments. That's funny. I think when we were at Total Boat in early December, the first day we were at Total Boat, my phone kept dinging and dinging and dinging and dinging. And it was just these people on, on TikTok arguing about should shoes go in the laser cutter? Whatever works. Boost yeah. the content. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> yeah. No, it was dudes. It, it was dudes. Yeah. It was dudes. Thanks, dudes. <laughs> Sorry for assuming. <laughs> yeah, a couple of even a couple of them were even very confused about where she was able to find gingerbread stock to buy. Oh yeah. People were asking me that too. I was like, um maybe next year. We'll sell we'll sell laser ready sheets and then maybe we'll sell laser ready gingerbread, gingerbread sheets next next year. New product. You're like, do I really want to be playing with Crisco and egg whites all of next year though? Maybe. I gotta do another one. Oh, I have to do another one there now. You go. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Like, what building should I do next year? You know? We have Back ideas. to the future clock tower. Mm. <laughs> just go with the clock tower thing. Just different, clock, different towers. clock towers. Every That's year. pretty cool. Oh. Very cool. We have ideas. We'll see. 
I like how you started elaborating on it, right? He's like, oh yeah, we could play with this. <laughs> yeah. How did you get hooked up with Total Boat and uh, all that fun? Just kind of started experimenting with it? Or? Well, we were at, where were we? Maker Camp the first year. It was like the first year Maker Camp when it was not, it was like the first year, like people didn't know about it or anything. I had we no almost, clue what We it was. almost didn't go because we couldn't figure out what this event was. And then a couple of our friends were like, hey, are you coming? Like really hyping it up. And so we went on the website to see what it was. And we were like, like, what is it though? Like, yeah, I don't know. So we showed up and went in total, but was there. And that was when we first met them. Just was chatting there. That's cool. Um, yeah. I had no clue what it was until like Lucas and Dre were talking about it, like in clubhouse. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of fun. Like, what is this? Yeah. And actually like it's Jamestown distributors, which like Jamestown, Rhode Island, like we, mm-hmm. I don't know. We just had a lot in common. Like, we started, we got, got to chatting with them. We were like, how have we never met you guys before just in passing in life? So anyway, yeah, total boat. That's cool. No, they're nice. They're fun. Super fun. And, and actually, there's a lot of cool artists that work with them, which is nice. A lot of cool artists that work with them. And we have, in fact, tried a bunch of resin brands. And they are, in fact, our favorite. So that works out. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. No, the same thing with Sabretooth. Like, I genuinely love that product. So I feel really good about working with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just makes me happy. Yeah, well, like, we won't, we won't really work with companies that we don't like yeah um because it just creates like a weird line but like um like we've been playing with the diodes like we said but we've been um i'm very open with the people where like i'm gonna be honest yeah if i hate it i'm gonna say i hate it yeah as we all should yeah well, i don't want to lead someone yeah no it's expensive and the last thing we want is for a follower to trust our opinion on something and then spend their hard-earned money mm-hmm. on something that's you know not great because it's not like what is it like there's like tiktok drama about someone recommending bad mascara it's not like six dollar mascara right like it's a multi-thousand dollar tool sometimes Or a gateway drug towards that. Like, I feel like you buy one thing and you're like, oh, then now I got to buy this. And then I got to get this. Yeah, so true. So how long has the makerspace been open for? Six years, I think. Whoa, not six years. Has it been? I think so. 2018. Five oh, years. Cool. five or six years, yeah. I think it's five or six years. Wow. We should know this. <laughs> You need to make an established sign so that way you just like you mm. see it. We probably <laughs> should. We probably should. You should. You've had some few years under your belt now. Yeah. Kind of be proud of it. There's like the pandemic time warp in the middle though. Yeah. Just like what happened? Huh? I bet it had to be hard with that. Yeah. It worked out really well. Like we were really lucky and you know, it could have gone a lot worse than it did for us. So <laughs> that's good. If we still had the gallery, that probably would have closed as a part of it. Of COVID? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah no. You couldn't, you couldn't do sales with that. But that's um, so true. It's so good that you pivoted. Our community at the makerspace is really supportive of it. And they all just love that it's in town. So they kind of just like we all got together and we just kind of decided to mothball it. 
yeah. to minimize the cost. And then everybody very happily contributed you yeah, know, their portion of it to make sure it was there at the end. Yeah, our members paid for us to be closed and said that they wanted us to be closed because they wanted us to be able to stay home. And like, um, we gave computers, like all the kids. Oh, this was sweet. I forgot about this part. When, <laughs> when, all, the, when all the kids were, were, were needing to do remote school and stuff, like yep. we lent out all the Makerspace members got to take computers so that every kid had a computer. That's awesome. At home and things like that. And we would run files for people. So it wasn't actually a bad experience, which I even feel bad saying because I know it was a really bad experience for a lot of no. small business owners. I say you should be but, proud. You should be happy that it worked out. Yeah. It means you made that right choice when you did, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we had that like rash, impulsive decision to just open a makerspace exactly when we did. Because by the time the pandemic hit, we had a pretty established community. Um, yeah. And at the end of it, we put in, we automated everything. So now it's, everybody gets like a key card so they can let Ooh. themselves in. Sorry. Smart. As she just gently attacks you. I'm just trying to get, water. I'm just trying to get the soda. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Please, please let me gently attack you. I like that. <laughs> it was like, oh, pardon me, but move. Uh. <laughs> so. What are you ah. experimenting right now with Brittany on? I saw, I'm loving the videos. Oh, we're doing a living hinge wave out of resin, which was actually Brittany's idea. Like she hit me up and was like, living hinge, resin, wave. <laughs> like, let's do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the current concept. So it's more of an experiment than yeah. a finished product because well, it's like a wave which could become a part of a, finished product but it's not really the best on sound it's cool though because you're you're pushing on something though like you're trying something that i haven't seen done yet you know yeah, yeah. and it, and i really was excited about it because it was something that blended what britney did and what i did in a way where we both were kind of like i have no clue if this is gonna work but like let's do it no and it's a true three-dimensional three-dimensional resin wave yeah, mm -hmm. the, the painting technique that they do, how they call that three-dimensional waves. Yeah, Brittany bends them. Yeah. Yeah. So the internet hasn't seen the finished product yet, though. They'll see it soon. They'll see it soon. Like tomorrow. No. No. I no. <laughs> it is not scheduled for tomorrow. No, there was so much video. Like I yeah, like there's a lot to get through. <laughs> Brittany's really funny. She seems that I don't know her well, but yeah. she seems like she's funny. She's really funny. So I have to just like sift through all the clips and figure out what gets cut and what makes it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's just going to be a lot of outtakes is what I'm hearing. We'll see what happens. We'll see yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah. That's great though. That's a cool experiment. I like that. And like the, the whole, the hinges and all that, you, you do a lot of neat things with that. I was scrolling and saw like, you make bags out of it like you really yeah. play around a lot with the laser oh God, i love that forever like i love doing pattern making like i grew up sewing so like okay michael michael grew up knowing how to use power tools and like building things that was like he, so i don't know i feel like you've always been a maker maker like, i never even really thought of myself as a maker but i did sew a lot as a kid and i really love the like puzzle of putting something together and I love math 
Mm-hmm. You guys were art this, school people. This all makes math. sense why I you're enjoying the laser. Math. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me, I love just figuring out the numbers to make the dimensions of something to get it to magically work and mm-hmm. fit together. So yeah. And it's just practice too. I guess I'm technically self-taught, but at this point it's been, you know, however many years of maker's workshop being open. That's yeah. how long. I've been doing this. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's really cool. Like we didn't get that education in art school. Like lasers weren't a thing. No. CNCs were not a thing when I was in school. I mean, I went to school, college in 2000, you know? So like, <laughs> it's been a long time. I graduated in 2004. Yeah. So. Well, Michael, you were a photography major and you said the year after you graduated, they switched to digital. So you know how yeah, to- Literally the day after our graduation ceremony, they ripped out the dark rooms. <laughs> And replace them with computer labs. So, so yeah, you were for like very point blank telling me this degree is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like here we are doing. Yeah, iPhone. though, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> no, and here we are doing like iPhone photography now. Cheese, like, selfie, mm-hmm. cake, cake. But I know it's crazy. I dated myself there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though, like we were still playing around with paint and like illustrator was still like new paint. you know yeah exactly so yeah. it's like learning illustrator was something new i i built websites in dreamweaver like so anything that i've learned over the years is just you're teaching yourself youtube yeah no and it's well it's kind of funny though because like for years i didn't even do any of that stuff and then when we did mm-hmm. this last then when we did this last website shift that needed more functionality than you could get on like any of the Shopify's or yep. you know, any of those. So I had to switch back to um, uh, WordPress and now everything is in the uh, code form again. So oh, if really? I had not needed to do that early on, I'd be totally lost. Got you. Well, that works. But it is yeah. funny, like just like every, you know, the skills that you have to morph into. I do get jealous of like people who are younger and they're like, they're doing this already. I'm like, you jerks, you don't know how long it took us to get to this point. <laughs> right. Oh, God. And you don't need to do that because the people that we went to school with built that for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't just hop into this all willy nilly. We had to do it manually. It's like when I got um hired at my previous job, I worked making like advertisements and coupon books and stuff. Then when I was first hired there, uh, six, 17 years ago now it would be, um, they had just finished literally cutting things out with X-Acto knives and mocking things up. And they were just moving to building things in Adobe PDF. So like, so <laughs> they, it was like, it was just funny. Like that's, I came in and it was just like, technology is here. We, um, there was an amazing exhibit that we went to at the MFA that was um, Life Magazine. Mm. And it was incredible. They had like the first edition and you could see the, it was like really interesting to see like old school graphic design basically and how they were putting together photo stories. And like, there's like the lines drawn on the um, pictures for where they're going to be. You guys got so blurry and I feel like I'm tripping out right now. (laughs) I know. I was trying to just, I was just trying to talk past it and make it seem like (laughs) I was trying to, but I'm like, I am just just tripping out. why did that happen his it's hand like, is so perfectly clean look at those veins on michael's hand right there oh yay. Yay. yeah okay sorry what were you saying <laughs> it was really deep it was like this really so deep smart deep. thing no 
um life magazine it was a really cool exhibit you could see on the back of the photos like the notes and stuff that the editors would put on or like where they wanted to crop it and then I think what was it called it was like some official term but it was basically just like a scrapbook that was the first mock-up of the concept of the magazine and it was like literally like someone just cut with scissors and like glued something down huh used a glue stick glue stick yep yeah there's some glue stick nice action. And some glue. Yeah. Yep. It was very crafty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's amazing. A little arts and crafts. <laughs> I know we're at the end. Um, is there anything that you guys wanted to talk about that we didn't touch on? I don't think so. Yeah. We have a slab sale coming up soon. Hey, that's no. Have we announced the it. dates of this? We can announce them right now. Oh, I hope I get them right though. Ooh, the pressure. first weekend of March. The first weekend of March. It might be right over WorkbenchCon, which we yeah, are not same. going to. March but first through third. Fourth. If you are in the Massachusetts area and you are feeling like you're missing out on WorkbenchCon, <laughs> fear not. You can come to Maker's Workshop at 55A Main Street in Maynard, Massachusetts, which is right near the clock tower. Oh. You see the clock tower, the gingerbread one, same thing. You can see the clock tower and you can come say hi to us and get some locally salvaged slabs as raw material for your upcoming projects. Look at that sales pitch. It's like she and a this. free sticker. So it'll be like you want to work. Yeah, you can get a sticker from <sighs> us. Stickers. Everyone will be getting stickers from WorkbenchCon. No, no, no. You want the Maker's Workshop sticker and that is not going to be in Atlanta. That is going to be at 55 A Main Street, first weekend of March for the slab sale. Boop, 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 you know, there are going to be a lot of people wishing they were there and they might just have to, you know, heat this and get over there. The slab sales are fun. I'm just saying we have a great time every time. Do you have a huge inventory? I saw you guys like have been we, going We have through. a pretty big inventory. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's all stuff that's from Massachusetts too. So if you're a Massachusetts maker, I think it adds meaning to whatever you're putting together. If it's, you know, material that comes from here. We'll also have laser ready sheets in person if people want to check them out in person. And we also have dimensioned lumber as well. It's called Fear. a slab sale just because it has a nice zing to it. Well, I mean, for sure. But what kind of woods do you have for the laser ready sheets? Uh, laser ready sheets. We have ash. Cherry, walnut, mulberry, mulberry, maple. maple, pin oak, red oak. Wow. The the laser ready sheets ship, so you can buy them whenever, and they ship cool. whenever. The slabs, unfortunately, are very expensive yeah. to no, ship, yeah. so we do slab sales for those. Okay. <laughs> and we do have a um. The website does keep a running tally. It has a live inventory for the laser ready sheets. Oh, so perfect. That's awesome. Keep pushing them, guys. Makersworkshop.com and it's got everything. <laughs> yeah, no, we were we wanted to push them heavier this year, um, just because we started having enough inventory. And I posted, I think, like two reels or one reel where I softly mentioned them, and it was like, Bing, 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 and then we were like, Oh no! And Michael's like, You need to stop mentioning them. Stop talking about them. <laughs> or the so, existing customers won't get any. <laughs> we have enough, which is the right problem to have. I but that's, that's why. That's why I feel like I haven't talked about them much. It's not because we aren't very much selling them. It was like, oh no. I mean, that We're makes gonna... sense. If you have a planned thing, you want to actually have wood to sell people. They show up to your shop. <laughs> you know what? I just, oh, we had a ton. Um, 
Sorry. There's a few picked over ones over there. Yeah. I get it. That's cool though. But now people know that you're there, even if they miss that sale, they know that you exist. And, yeah. You know. And the one thing I will say is we have very high quality standards, so there are no picked over ones. There are no picked over ones. We try to make sure they're all anything good. that is that level becomes a sample project <laughs> that Smart. we use. That's the stuff that we use, yeah. No, that's great though, because people know they go there and they get something that's quality. Like I had a place that I could actually go and it was the best that I knew I like. I didn't have to look at the boards. I could trust the guy to give me what I needed. And it was beautiful. It's not like today, huh? No, oh, I miss that relationship. <laughs> you're in <laughs> the lumber store now and you need to like pick through all the two by fours to find the one straight one. Yeah. No, I, this was like a small little lumber mill. I was driving like an hour away to go to because it's worth he was it. Just, yeah, exactly. He was giving me great product for a great price. So it's like, it definitely was worth it. I had so many loads in our minivans. <laughs> so many yeah i miss well, we, that minivan yeah we wanted to be when we were doing the salvage lumber and figuring it out we felt very strongly that we wanted it to be a product that actually would work for makers because if it doesn't work for makers like what's the point mm -hmm. so we're tr we try to have a really high quality with it and it's all kiln dried and, and yeah we try to price it affordably like we, pr we try to make it reasonable yeah, you want people to come back. Exactly. There's mm -hmm. yeah. a key to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. And I really, really appreciate it. So have a great night. You, you too. too. Thanks so much for having us on. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed getting to know Brooke and Michael. I know I sure did, and if you're in the Massachusetts area and you're looking for a makerspace or some supplies, now you know there's a new resource for you. And that's honestly, I really, I'm excited to start doing that for people to kind of highlight the products if you're a maker, like highlight what those things that you're making because they're essential to keeping your business afloat and they're helping other businesses like mine and yours have these awesome resources that we may not have known about before. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and to the Instagram page for it. So that way you're notified the next time an episode drops. I have some great guests lined up. They still not might, they still may not come out weekly as I have not been able to make that magic happen with everything that's going on in my life. But I'm going to be having them come out at least once, twice a month. So just make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out. And if you're pondering going to WorkbenchCon, I've got a code that'll save you $50. It is Night Carver. And all you gotta do is just add that at checkout, save yourself a little money, and come join us. I am so excited for the amount of people that are coming this year. It's gonna be a little overwhelming, but also just amazing. So I can't wait to see everybody who is going to that. And yeah, that's all I've got. See you next time.